listening to a Sharesies podcast. Every investment has risks that come with it. There are safer investments, but everything is impacted mm. by things that often we as investors just don't control, unfortunately. Um, so when you're putting together your investing strategy, we often say diversity is the name of the game. Yep. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And Bonds can be a really good way to balance out some of the other investments yeah. you've got, right? How do you figure out its place in your portfolio, maybe what sort of percentage you're wanting to allocate to that and where you're at in your investing strategy? Um, so that's a great question. And, and and really, we need to think about, you know, what bonds have done in the last 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. right? So the last time we had a big interest rate cycle, the 1980s, um, interest rates went up a lot because inflation was very high. Mm-hmm. Since 1980, the early, early 1980s, when interest rates were close to 20% in the US, Bonds, interest rates have come down and bonds have been great investments ever since. But not only that, is that you know, every time we've had a what's called a deflationary shock, so inflation hasn't been a thing for forever, you know, since the since the you know 80s or 90s, um, when we've had a deflationary shock, which is typically what we've had with the GFC, mm-hmm. um, arguably dot-com boom was a bit of a deflationary shock as well, as in, you know, the problem was deflation, not inflation. Bond prices have gone up significantly. So you've had this ratchet effect where you've earned good returns on your coupons, on your yields, and then bonds have gone up every time there's been a shock to growth. If you own shares in your portfolio, growth shocks are not good, right? Because the outlook for profits deteriorates. So if you have recessionary environments like the GFC, then share prices go down. If you can have an asset like bonds that goes up in that same environment, then that's a really good diversifier, Mm. right? Unfortunately, the last three years, we've had a situation where bonds were just completely unable to provide that diversification benefit because the prices had already got as low as they, they, you know, they could practically go. But now we've had a situation where bond prices have risen further. If we get a deflationary shock, right, which could be you know, something like another GFC, it could be another pandemic, um, then bonds will likely give you utility of diversification benefit i.e. your stocks will probably fall and your bond prices will will go up and so it will smooth out your returns which is why we have diversified portfolios which is why balanced funds are typically 60 percent shares 40 percent bonds because that's the right mix historically that's delivered you the optimal return versus risk i.e. volatility that you experience Mm. And it is often about where you're at in that investing journey, right? But it can be a really good one. It's often what they talk about even as you um, head towards retirement, you would Mm. up your bonds. But if you're at any sort of stage where you're looking for more income, I mean, this is, as you say, they're often referred to as fixed income. Mm. They can often be a really good one for that, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to say you can invest in different types of bonds. So as you're approaching retirement and you need, or you need the money sooner rather than later, and with anything, you know, you don't really want to be kind of investing in, in things if you need the money in less than three years' time. Um, but but typically, yeah, if you're in a lower risk fund, then you can invest in lower risk bond and still earn some pretty juicy returns yeah. just from the yield. Investing involves risk. You might lose the money you start with. We recommend talking to a licensed financial advisor. We also recommend reading product disclosure documents before deciding to invest. 